I leaned back in the passenger seat of the pickup truck as we headed toward hell. I mean, home. I glanced over at Gary and shook my head. A boyfriend. I had an actual boyfriend, and unlike the last few, I liked this one. Now don't get me wrong, I liked all my boyfriends, at first. But sooner or later, usually sooner, one of us, all right, I, would get bored, or feel panned in, or just become afraid of being tied down to someone forever. So far, I've felt none of that with Gary. A defense lawyer. How did I wind up dating a defense lawyer, I asked myself. And then Gary turned his head and smiled that sexy smile at me, and I knew how I wound up dating him. The man was a hunk. Blue? I snapped out of my wool gathering. Huh? You're not nervous, are you? About you meeting my family? No, but like I said earlier... I know, you said that your mother has no filter on her mouth, that whatever she thinks, she says. Well, it's true, and my sister is overly friendly and highly competitive. No, my sister is a spoiled brat who can't stand it when I have something she doesn't, including men. I could give you the names of at least three boyfriends she's stolen away from me over the years. Well, don't worry, no matter how many times I sleep with her, I'll always come back to you. What? Blue, it was a joke. Calm down. I pointed to the shoulder. Pull over, please. Gary drove his pickup over to the side of the road and shut off the engine, and then he turned in his seat and looked at me expectantly. Blue. I don't want to lose you, Gary. I know we've only been dating for a few weeks, but my family, all kidding aside, they can be difficult, and I don't want them to scare you off. Blue baby, I can handle your mom and your sister, believe me. I'm only tagging along because I couldn't stand the thought of being without you for three days. I kissed him. It's no wonder you win most of your cases. You always know the right thing to say. Gary stared at me with a question on his lips, but then stayed silent. What? What were you going to say? I have a confession to make. Yes? I went on the Internet last night and researched your dad. It's just that you never talk about him, and now that we're going to see your family, I thought that... It's okay, I said, cutting him off. I find it difficult to talk about him. It always brings back bad memories. I can understand that. I mean the not knowing. It must be hard. I should have told you, especially now. In fact, I'm only going home because it's his birthday. It's become a tradition. My mother insists that we gather around his birthday. Well, it makes sense to me as a way to honor him, and you know what? What? Gary took my hand. This year you don't have to face it alone. Thank you. For what? Just thank you. Well, you're welcome, Gary said, and then he pulled back onto the road. My daddy, the original Blue Steel, was a Texas Ranger, as was his daddy, and his daddy, and his daddy. When I was seventeen, he went missing while investigating a serial killer.
Daddy was convinced that one man had been killing across the country for over five decades without being detected, because the means he used to kill, as well as the victims he chose, were so varied that the experts attributed the deaths to multiple persons. To this day, no one knows what became of my father, and his theory of a herd thinner, as it came to be called, was discounted by experts. My father had many friends. Texas Ranger Deke Thomas was among them, and they had all searched for clues to my father's whereabouts and for proof that the man he chased wasn't just a figment of his imagination. Now, over ten years later, Daddy is listed as missing, presumed dead, and the man he sought, his herd thinner, if he existed, would likely be well into his eighties, or dead.